Nerds International proudly presents. What you are currently listening to is bonus content, and it will not affect the scheduling of your regular tabletop twats episodes. So please sit back and enjoy. Greetings, children, and welcome to the lair of absolute terror and spooky shit. This is a bonus that I am tentatively going to title The Spooky Lair of Shitty Creepypasta. Now, for those that don't know, Creepypasta is a um, sort of often rubbish um, scary story that is shared all over the internet. And I've found one about Dungeons and Dragons. Um, so I am going to uh, I'm going to share this story with you now, listeners. So prepare to be very scared, very scared, very terrified, and prepare not to sleep tonight because this is going to be very spooky indeed. <laughs> it's probably not going to be scary. Let's be honest. It's probably going to be shit. So uh, this is the Beholder, a Dungeons and Dragons creepy pasta, and this is by a man named River Roast. And make sure you're holding on to your pillow because you may never sleep again. I always wanted to play D&D, you know, Dungeons and Dragons, the role-playing game with all the dice. After hearing some stories about it on YouTube and being into video games already, I was really eager to play it. So one day I'm shopping with my dad, and we find this store that sells D&D stuff, so I buy a Pathfinder starter set. It contained a simplified version of the D&D spin-off game Pathfinder. I was so ecstatic, finally I would be able to play D&D, so I read up on the rules and started coming up with ideas. Soon after, I had gathered a group of friends and we started playing. We had so much fun. I was the DM, or Dungeon Master. I loved being in charge of writing adventures and stories coming up with plot twists, and of course, playing the monsters. Oh how I loved looking at my books, filled with creepy, dangerous and deceiving monsters. All day I would think about what monsters I was going to use, flipping through book after book, searching the internet for creatures to use. I got obsessed with writing adventures and portraying the monsters accurate. Okay, that doesn't make sense there, River Roast. After a while, I was picturing the monsters talking to me, telling me what to do. They told me how I should write them, what I should make them do to the characters. The next session, people started to get irritated, complaining that the dungeons were getting a little hard and that the monsters seemed crueler than usual. What the hell, man? What are you putting so many of these stupid monsters in? They berated me. I apologised, saying I didn't think that it would be so hard. When I looked down at what I had done, I didn't understand it myself either. Why did I put so many monsters in? I should have known they couldn't take them. In the end, two characters died and players had to make new ones. This may not seem like much, but the death of a character was pretty rare and a hard blow to a player. They lost everything a character did, collected, but also every bit of character development that character got. But the worst part was that I took some weird pleasure out of it. Even though it was just a game, it felt good to see those characters die. After that, I apologised and they all went home. We would see each other again the next week. After I cleaned up, I went back to my room. But when I came to my door, I could hear strange noises coming from my room. I slowly opened the door and what I saw then made me fall to the ground, too scared to even scream. It was a beholder. 
a very infamous Dungeons and Dragons monster. It is a flying orb of flesh with one gigantic eyeball. Beneath that eye is a large mouth with razor sharp teeth, and on top of its head are ten so squirming tentacles with all eyeballs at the ends. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Its mouth dripped with green saliva and its eye was fixed on my- I saw you there. Wait a minute, that is, there's some words missing here. Its mouth dripped with green saliva and its eye was fixed on my- I saw you there. It said in a deep demonic voice. Its mouth did not move as it spoke, as if it was communication to me through telepathy, as some beholders are capable to do. You enjoyed to kill. I lied there on the ground, speechless. I was so scared of the monstrosity that hovered in front of me. Of course I knew it couldn't be real, it had to be some figment of my imagination, but it felt so real. The sounds it made, the strange glow coming from its body, its eyes fixated on me. Oh god, there were so many eyes. You want to kill more? It continued. But how long until simple characters aren't enough? It said mockingly. I started becoming unsure about myself, thinking that he might be right. It was as if it could read my mind, because it responded. Good. Give in to your desires. In fact, let me help you out. Suddenly, one of its tentacle eyes started glowing, and a dark beam shot from it and hit me. At that point, I shot up from my pillow, outing a loud scream until I realised that I was in my own bed, which was covered in D&D &D books. What the fuck? I had a tab open on my laptop for beholder information. Of course. I had been looking up information till late again and I must have fallen asleep. That's why I had that weird nightmare. I shivered a bit when I saw an image of the beholder again when I closed the tab. I was a bit spooked after that, but after going through my morning routine, I could easily let go. A couple of days later, I was preparing for a D&D &D again the next day, writing the story and the encounters. It felt like the monsters were talking to me again. After that dream, I decided that I should put in a beholder. It was a cool monster, and my dream only confirmed how much fear it could bring. I wrote down a cool adventure where at the end of the dungeon, the gang would have to fight a beholder. As I was writing, I thought I could hear a faint laughing, but I passed it off as some neighbour or something like that. The next session was two days later. Everyone bought their dice and their good moods. We started playing soon after the last person arrived. It was pretty exciting, with some close calls for some characters, but luckily the party had a good healer that kept everyone alive. Then they reached the end, the big baddie, the beholder. I laughed at them and told them they would all die here. I talked to the players in its voice. As I did, I realised I sounded a lot like the beholder from my dreams, but I didn't think much of it. Why wouldn't you think much of it if your voice just suddenly altered? You... Uh, never mind. Soon, the fight began. The players had a good fight and it seemed like they were going to win until one attack from the Beholder. One attack that would change everything. I decided that the Beholder would use his mind control ray. Well, I didn't really decide it. It was more as if the Beholder was talking through me. I rolled my dice and the beam was a success. The Beholder used its mind control ray to make the fighter, who was weak against brain control, stab the healer. The fighter rolled for his damage and unfortunately he rolled full damage and killed the healer. 
I was focused on the map and the dice, when multiple loud screams came out from the group. When I looked up, I saw the guy who was playing the fighter leaning over the guy who was playing the healer. Since we play jokes from time to time, I figured they were just playing out the death scene. But then I looked closer, and saw a red stain forming over the healer player's chest. I could now see the fighter player had pulled a knife and stabbed our friend right in the chest. The fighter player's eyes seemed glossed over as if he was not there. Our healer player couldn't say anything as his lungs were filling up with blood. Once I realised what was happening, I threw my books away and charged at him. I couldn't think, all I could hear was a voice in my head, the voice of the beholder, telling me to charge at him, that he killed my friend, and that I should take him out before he could murder the rest. So I yanked the knife from his hands, which he let go of surprisingly easy, as if he wasn't even trying to hold it. With the voice chanting me on, I stabbed the fighter player in his heart with all my power. I watched as the knife penetrated his clothes, then his skin a split second after, and then finally it penetrated his flesh and heart. Blood poured from the wounds in both their chest. Both their shared chest, apparently, that's the way it's written. Suddenly, the stress and shock of the situation hit me and I passed out. When I woke up, I was in handcuffs. The police and the paramedics had shown up already. I could see the paramedics wheel in two bodies covered in white sheets. Wheel in two bodies covered in white sheets, as opposed to they, do, they weren't trying to get them out of there. They were adding two bodies to the pile, apparently. After a while, a policeman noted that I was awake. Um, he just noted it down. Um, he came in over to me and rolled the window down. What, what window? What, he was in a car in the basement where they were playing D&D. Son, we're going to have to take you away, he said. Why? What happened? Did I save them? I asked, confused and groggy. Save them? What are you talking about? He asked, equally confused. The monster, the beholder. Uh, it made my friends kill each other. I had to stop him. I, I didn't want to stab him, but he killed my friend. I say, with tears filling my eyes. The cop looked at me in a mix of fear and confusion, and he called out for his partner. They whispered something to each other before his partner kneeled down beside me. Do you know what happened? He asked me. I could tell it was a rhetorical question, so I didn't bother answering. Well, it obviously wasn't a rhetorical question. You stabbed you, you stabbed you friend with a knife, and when your other friend stood up and tried to stop you, you stabbed him as well. After that, you fell unconscious, he explained to me. I couldn't believe it. That was not what happened. Why didn't they know? Why didn't they believe me? The beholder. It took them from me. I tried to explain it to them, but they would not listen. Soon after that, it was decided that I should go to a maximum security asylum as I was diagnosed for having severe schizophrenia and vivid hallucinations. But they don't know about it, since they don't play D&D. They don't know that the Beholder had gotten into their mind into my mind. It was the Beholder messing with my mind. You believe me, right? Right? Oh well. Uh, that was the end, ladies and gentlemen. 
And that was a bad one. I hope that your trousers aren't too wet with piss, ladies and gentlemen, from where you pissed yourself from how scary that spooky story was. <laughs> because, uh, Jesus Christ, that was so scary. Especially the bit where you stabbed you friend with a knife and that how the policeman came into the basement in a car and rolled the window down. That was the spookiest bit of all because it's the most unexplained mystery of this whole fucking story. But... That was The Beholder, a Dungeons and Dragons creepy pasta by River Roast. So that was that was a very good story. Well done, River Roast. Uh, you know, try again, maybe. Hopefully, hopefully it'll go better next time. Anyway, see you later, everyone. Chicken McBosh. Good Mike.